0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network full of frustration full of despair Despair. from years of hurt disappointment and relegation two british football fans have had enough canary bird Elliot holman and wanderer henry hewitt are in search of glory pride passion In search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Welcome
1: to the MLS UK show episode 29. This episode is the one where, for the first time, probably all season, maybe apart from the first game of the season, Orlando got a better
0: result than Atlanta. And why was that, Elliot? (sighs) Well, I mean, we didn't play, but still, we got a better result... Dan Atlanta. Now, I started last week's podcast with a little bit of a gloat, a little bit of a celebration, because not only did we not concede any goals, but we were still in contention for the MLS Cup playoffs. I think it's only right that that I start this week's podcast by just just reminding everyone that once again, Orlando City did not concede a goal, and that we are still, still in contention for the MLS Cup playoffs, wait for it. Yeah, get in! Come on! There we go. Get in! Yes. still in contention. We're Orlando. doing bits. Orlando,
1: well done, Orlando. Uh, five games to go. Only 15 points behind Montreal. Uh, Montreal lost, of course. So yeah, you can still do it. You're 16 in goal difference behind them as well. Um, still in contention. head head record isn't isn't great. Still against in contention. Them. But, well, technically, I guess so. But Still
0: in contention.
1: Get in! We can all change next weekend, but let's not talk about next weekend just yet. Unfortunately for me, we do have to look back. It was the biggest game of the season in MLS, and that's not just me saying it. I think you'd agree.
0: Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Atlanta lost. Oh, dear.
1: Lost in style. I won't say style.
0: You weren't very good. No, we weren't, but we, we didn't lose in style. He, he, it was... It was the worst Atlanta performance I've I've seen. Well, yeah, I agree with that. However, I
1: do think you're not giving New York Red Bulls enough credit. I think they completely controlled the game. Fair play to them. They knew how to play against Atlanta. They showed it earlier in the season. They've shown it again uh, last Sunday. And they've got the win. Uh, well done. Well done to them. Um, I mean, we can talk about the game, but that's all I want to say. Really, well done. To <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean, we do have to give credit to to Red Bulls. They managed to keep Atlanta quiet. And when I say quiet, they kept Atlanta really, really quiet to the point where it was like, oh wait, what Martinez is playing? Yeah, Almiron had had a chance on the counter attack, but didn't take it. They re- Atlanta really struggled to create because of the way that New York Red Bull set up and that was without Tyler Adams and without BWP yeah well funnily
1: enough because uh, we were doing a, a watch along it was hashtag MLS say
0: see what we did there see what we did there? <laughs> sounds like UK but it's you say uh,
1: so where it's basically me and you we're not together but we are tweeting on our uh, Twitter page at MLS UK show and people are invited to tweet along with us and we're hoping to do a lot more next season mm. So we were doing that, and I just before the game, I was like, let's have a look, actually, because we tweeted saying who do you think is going to win. People were saying Atlanta, obviously, because of BWP. I was like, let's have a look. How old do we do? They've played two games this year without BWP, and he's been on the bench, Mm -hmm. and they've
0: won them both. So now it's three out of three. They quite clearly... uh... Quite clearly, don't miss him that much. Um, no. We mentioned uh, M- hashtag MLS. You say we were we were tweeting along with the game to celebrate the fact that we'd hit five thousand followers on Twitter, which is pretty cool. Um, so, hi to Nick, Andrew, Jamie, Ben, Brandon, Mark, a uh, couple of people that were getting involved, um, watching the game with us, and uh, and tweeting along. So, uh, if you see that we're doing that again, make sure you get involved. Cause it was a lot of fun.
1: Yes, uh, we might do it for the, for, funnily enough, for the MLS Cup Final. I know we're looking way ahead now, December 5th or 4th. Yep. Uh, that's actually the day that Norwich City play Bolton Wanderers, so mm-hmm. we're together anyway, so we might do one then. But instead of being apart, we will be sat next to each other
0: just tweeting on the same channel. Imagine if Orlando and Norwich lose on the same day. <sighs> Well, there's a chance because you're still in contention. Still in contention. Get in. Get
1: in contention. Um, right. This game, New York Red Bulls versus Atlanta. I mean, Red Bulls. It's actually, to be fair to them, this game meant a lot to them because the amount of records that they've broken. They got thirteen. The thirteenth clean sheet of the season, which is a record for them. Hmm. Twelve from Robles. That's a record for them. They've got sixty-two points now. That's a record for them. They've got nineteen wins in a franchise in a in a. a Regular season, that's a record for them. It was a very good weekend for New York Red Bulls. Um, I'll be honest with you, this has got me a bit scared going into the MLS <laughs> uh, Cup playoffs. Um, everyone knows how to set up now. Well, not everyone. It's just it's just Red Bulls, annoyingly, and uh, yeah, that franchise, that um, that conference final, where we let's face it, we all imagine it's going to be Atlanta versus New York Red Bulls could get very interesting.
0: I I think every single team will be watching that game back and looking tactically how, they, how the Red Bulls approached, especially the midfield, the press. The press was so Im- impressive. The way that as soon as Atlanta did manage to get the ball, there was one, two, sometimes three Red Bull players right there, closing them down, forcing them backwards. It took a really long time, you'll admit. It took a really long time for Atlanta to break out of their own half and mm. and and to start causing problems and chances were few and far between i was i was impressed with that so uh, we need to give new york credit they set up well they took their chances they looked really good in attack especially you know dis- despite not having bwp atlanta though atlanta do deserve a little bit of criticism in the way that they set up defensively i think they were unorganized they weren't switched on i I think the pressure got to them, having watched that game, and i I know I open myself up to all sorts of criticism here because you know I'm an Orlando fan, but i really I really think that the pressure got to Atlanta. they weren't switched on. Do you remember how many corners they were, and they were taking them short? Yeah. Red Bulls were taking short corners and being able to get the ball into the box marking wasn't up to scratch just not there not switched on whereas red Bulls were up they were at it they were pressing they were closing down uh, they were creating space when they had the ball moving into space um especially down down the left wing they were causing all sorts of problems and i i was shocked i'll be honest i was shocked because i've never seen that from atlanta no. yes red Bulls are very good but that that game should have been a draw Atlanta should have been able to match anything that Red Bulls threw at them, and they just didn't. No, they didn't. I think um, it's funny that you say that
1: it took them a while to get out their own uh, half, because I think I would argue that the first half an hour for 20 minutes was probably Atlanta's most productive. Mm. I think after that, uh, because Almiron was throwing goal once, and Robles saved it, but then after that was, especially for the rest of the first half... Oh, I tweeted out on our hashtag #MLSUSA saying that like you know, thank God for VAR and obviously if it was in the Premier League, but don't use it. Atlanta would have could have been two three goals down, mm. but um, it was just uh, it, they were getting those chances and they were getting they were getting through the Atlanta defense and the, you write the corners as well, which the, the penalty uh, that they got in the first half, the handball came from a corner. So the marking was poor. They just didn't seem up for it. They didn't seem at it. They, you know, you they just yeah. Whatever's been said in the build up to it, whatever the um, you know tattoos done with them, it's it's just not worked. And it's, it's it's really disappointing to see. And this is why before before the game, I was so confident about MLS Cup. I thought Atlanta have got this. They'll beat they'll maybe draw against the red bulls but then they'll breeze through the uh, the playoffs they'll beat red bulls in the conference final and then no just whoever gets thrown against them in the mls cup final they beat now i'm like do you worry
0: that hmm. the the big game mentality could affect them um because they look like a totally different team i've watched a lot of atlanta this year i love watching them they they're great to watch they're entertaining away and and at home for me, that was a totally different Atlanta side. They just, they did not look like the side that we've seen for the last two years. Yeah, you know what? Normally,
1: I'd, I'd probably go, no, it's a bit hard to say. But you look at, in my opinion, the three biggest games that have Atlanta have played in the last two years. Toronto at home, last game of, of the regular season last year, mm-hmm. drew 2-2. Columbus in the playoffs, Yep. drew, should have won. Didn't, lost on penalties and then this at the weekend they've not won any of them so maybe maybe the big you know the big games get to atlanta but um i've, I've not seen a performance the houston performance was the houston performance that was poor but you know what happened, has happened since then is sort of eradicated yeah. that and we said that at the time but this i was really disappointed on sunday and i think they've they've got new england on saturday i think or sunday they need a big response um, just to, to get to the, the, you know, try and get the support to shield. But we need a big response.
0: Mm, back at home Saturday against New England. Um, two things before we move on from Atlanta. Uh, one, Martinez.
1: Yeah? Talk to me. It just wasn't his day, was it? I don't think he was being. But is it his fault? Did he get the ball? No, no, it wasn't his fault. I mean, Martinez is uh, he's a, a phenomenal player, but he's a goal scorer. Let's face it, Martinez, he does a few other bits. He holds the ball up well and he, he puts himself about. However, he's not like Almiron who's going to drop, you know, Ora Rooney, for example, who's going to drop 30 yards to get the ball when he's not getting it. He will stay up front and, and pick up the scraps and make something out of nothing. But you can't, you know, you can say he makes something out of nothing, but he was getting less than nothing, so he couldn't really do anything. So,
0: no, I, I think Martinez was just isolated. I think the high press really just left him with no space. Yeah, um, New York really had that sorted. The high press, the closing down, he would really have had to keep moving and moving and moving and moving to create himself some space. And then, essentially, he's a finisher. Yeah. Martinez is a finisher. He's not gonna. Um, he's a skillful player, but he's not gonna get the ball on the halfway line and, and run past three players and play someone in. He's a finisher, and and the the, the chances weren't presented to him, and 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 Tata pulled him up. Well, Tata substituted him. Um <laughs> would have made his day better. But, I
1: mean, this is why you've got to look at Almiron, you've got to look at uh, Valalber. you've got to look at Barco when he came on. They're the players that need to create something. Mm. And, you, like you said, the Red Bulls pressed them, they closed them down. And uh, Almiron had a few runs. He got hacked down at
0: one point in the first half. But other than that, nothing. So. And, uh, secondly, Tata refusing to shake hands. No, I never like to say this. No, I think a lot
1: more gets made of it in in the Premier League. Because Arsene Wenger used to do it all the time mm. and pe- people slated him. It's more of a European thing where they're not happy, they just won't shake their hands, they'll do it later on when they've calmed down. So I think for, for us it was a bit of a shock because it's just polite. But a lot's been made of it in the US press which tells you that Okay, maybe this is a big deal, but I mean, there's no harm in being a, a a bit of a sore loser. You know, you want you want someone as your manager who is a winner. You want someone who loves to win. But come on, it's there, there was nothing in that game for me. There was no incident where they can. Like it wasn't as if Red Bulls were for me. They were hacking down Atlanta, or no. they were cheating, or they were time wasting loads.
0: Or it was just a game that Atlanta just didn't play well in. I think if you're ever going to support uh, not shaking hands, it will be like you say because there's been an incident. Yeah. Something has ruffled feathers. Something's you know not sat well with with the opposing team. Atlanta. Were, Atlanta have had an incredible season again. They were just beaten by a better team. They weren't at it. And, and I just think at that point, you, you have to hold your hands up and you be like, all right, fair play. We, yeah. got, we got beaten. And that's why I was disappointed by it. I, I, you know, you, it, it's not excusable, but sometimes there's reasons for not shaking hands. In that instance, I'm sorry, Tata, just hold your hands up. We weren't good enough. We were beaten by a better side. We're still top. Yeah. <laughs> Shake hands. The only thing that was, for me,
1: slightly debatable was the uh, the second penalty, and they missed anyway. Guzman mm. saved it, so yeah. it didn't affect anything. And there were no bookings or any. So uh, sorry sending it off, but uh, yeah, it was it was disappointing all round for Atlanta. But listen, it's Atlanta United. We'll we'll see how they are doing the remaining games. I fully expect them to uh, pick up three wins. They'll get the. Um, you know, both them and New York Red Bulls now can get the all-time points record. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, imagine if they both win the last three games, that'll be like uh, Toronto. Yeah, you had that for a season. Now you're you're third. Two but, teams have beaten you. Yeah, but um, it's disappointing. I now know how you feel every uh, every week as an Orlando fan. However, it's
0: at least I've got the consolation of looking at my team still top of the league, still in contention, mate. Still in contention. Doesn't matter where you finish. Con- you know, it's all about winning the uh, winning the MLS Cup, so we're still in contention. Uh, should we talk about some other games? Yes, please do. <laughs> uh, Atlanta... Oh, no, we've done that one. Um, yeah. DC United, let's start there, shall we? What a win. 5-0. Five like, come
1: on, this is meant to be two sides who are trying to get into the playoffs. This was meant to be a,
0: a tight fixture. And be but- honest, be honest. Go on. Apart from Red Bulls and Atlanta... Give me one game that you desperately wanted a particular outcome in. <sighs> okay, sorry Montreal fans, but I really wanted DC to win this just because of Wayne Rooney. However, yeah, I was back in DC because if Montreal would have won, Orlando would have been out of the playoffs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or even if they got a pint yeah. as well. So uh, now you want DC to get
0: one pint and then lose every game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, DC... I mean, let's just let's just start with Rooney. the the guy. What more can we say? The guy has just changed that team beyond belief. Yeah. You can't you can't look at that team and recognise that they're the same, um, the, the same squad, the same the same DC as the, at the start of the season where I watched them take on Orlando, for example, early on. The guys just brought a whole new energy. You know, playing at Audi Field as well. Yeah. They DC, DC are back. DC are back in a big way, and all it took is Wayne Rooney. Yeah, and it, it's not even as far as the start of
1: this season. You're talking last season as mm. well. They were really yeah. poor. And, they've, they, like, we... I remember last season, we... I think we'd been out in Manchester, and you stayed at mine, and we were watching some matches, and we watched DC, and we were like, these are awful. It was
0: Orlando. It was DC Orlando. Was it? Yeah. All yeah. oh, right, well... I mean, that's how you know they were bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Yeah, we DC
1: have changed, and it, it, for a DC fan, it must be so mm. much better. It's like a, a cloud has lifted. It's it's obviously light now, and Wayne Rooney has been part of that. I mean, he's it, influenced the players around him. You know, Acosta's now the MLS leading assist. Uh, you know, leading assist maker, and and for it, for him to be in that DC
0: team, is just imagine. Like, but, but do you know what? I, I don't want to go over the top on on Rooney, but that's because. Acosta is receiving the ball, mm. He's receiving the ball higher at the pitch. Rooney can he can not only win the ball back. You know, it's not all about him being past the ball. Rooney will win that ball back on on his own. We've seen that time and time again. Yeah. And then he's got that quality. He doesn't rush his pass. He can beat a man if he needs to. He can create himself so much space from such a, a small movement. He's got that quality, and he will feed Acosta, mm. which which then allows Acosta to. Um, you know, be more productive higher up the field. Rooney, there's no other word for it. It's just quality. He's got that quality that that even Zlatan doesn't. Zlatan's a great finisher. But Rooney's got more of an all-round game for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I can't argue with that. Great win for DC. 5-0.
1: And I think this was a big... A big moment for them, and they? they've been sort of they've been going up the table, and we've been paying attention to them because mm. of Rooney. The draw against Red Bulls, where he perhaps should have won, was another match where you think okay you know they beat Atlanta as well this one here this again in a a tight match against their probably their nearest rivals to get into the playoffs and they've smashed them Yeah, that says everything and it's I feel sorry for Montreal because they've been playing really well like Montreal had a bad start and Mm -hmm. they've really turned the corner in a similar way to DC apart from you know, I don't, I don't know. Is Bakri Sagna, Sagna as, as good a player as Wayne Rooney? To change it, probably not. But like they've really turned the corner, mm. so they've done well. And Montreal, again, you wouldn't mind them getting in the playoffs because they, they've shown great form and they're a likable team. It's just they've just come up against the force of Wayne Rooney in DC and been smashed.
0: But only Chicago and Orlando have conceded more goals than Montreal. Yet they're they're sitting sixth. I feel like DC with two games in hand. I, I, I would not be betting against DC. No,
1: no, to be honest. Uh, I mean, you're looking at... Maybe it's too late for them to finish fifth uh, with Philadelphia uh, nine points above them. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if DC won the rest of their games to the end of the season. I really wouldn't. Mm. But, um, you know, their home form is, is extremely good. Um, so, yeah. So, DC have showing enough to to... to Say that they're going to get into the playoffs, and Montreal, I would say now, do need to win the rest of their games.
0: Now, uh, we were busy booing Orlando last week because they got a 0 0 draw. Yep. There was two this week.
1: Yeah, I feel sorry for Columbus crew because.
0: Uh,
1: <coughs> yeah, and Columbus crew, let us, <coughs> we'll, we'll get onto the 0 0 in a moment, but last week we were very complimentary towards them, and then I said they'd lose in the June 0 0. But this is not the first time for Columbus Crew. This is now their fifth time, I think. They... we booed
0: them a lot this year, more yeah. than
1: anyone else. Yep. Yeah. so it's nice that Columbus Crew... Boo! ...are in fourth place. It's nice that Columbus Crew... Boo! Uh, ...have done so well with everything in the background. However, we do not watch MLS for nil-nils. We do not. And that's the same to you, Philadelphia Union. Boo! I mean, to be fair to Philadelphia Union, they—you know—they got beat in the week to Houston in the MLS, in the U.S. Open Cup final, so maybe they are still disappointed with that. So perhaps maybe we can give them a bit of leeway. Nah. Okay. Columbus Crew, boo. Philadelphia
0: Union, boo—you're getting booed for the rest of the show. May I also add, Portland Timbers, boo, and FC Dallas, boo. Another nil-nil draw. I know, FC Dallas won't mind, though, because this meant they uh,
1: secured, Mm. clinched Clinched. their place in the... More uh, weird
0: word, clinched.
1: ...MLS Cup playoffs, so they won't mind us booing them. But Portland Timbers, boo to you. Uh, They're fourth Portland. They're only four points above LA Galaxy, and I'll be talking about it every every week, but the West is really tightening up, especially after... um, a team that despite being eliminated are really coming into their own this season Chicago Fire 3-1
0: victory over LAFC like this is incredible that's a really really good result And but this is the thing this is the issue what good is it to you now it's because the pressure's off we spoke about pressure with, with Atlanta earlier the pressure's off you're at home and all of a sudden you, you're beating LAFC 3-1 um, and, yeah, and LA are a team that have bit of force in the west this year and are and only four points off the top spot
1: yeah, um, I mean, it is too little, too late. I mean, it's it's nice that Chicago are putting in these performances. Uh, however, yeah, too little, too late, guys. But what a win. LAFC are still in third. Um, they could have pretty much clinched their playoff clinched. place uh, if they'd won. Uh, they lost 3-1. They were never in the game. Chicago went 3-0 up at one point, and then Rossi scored a, a very well-taken goal. But... Um, I mean, LAFC is six points above LA Galaxy. They've they've got a game in hand as well. They should make the playoffs, but we should really be doing better than that. Mm. I mean, beating Chicago, not better than the playoffs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so well done, Chicago. Too little, too late, though. Uh, LAFC have probably got enough home games left to to clinch.
0: I think they're fine. Yeah. Um, Right, where should we go next, Elliot? Toronto. Toronto 4, New England 1. New England, of course, face Atlanta. They're on the road to mercedes-benz stadium next weekend losing 4-1 to toronto after the season toronto have had Mm, oh dear it's oh dear, but it's
1: again Toronto, too little, too late. Like, I know the, the seven points behind Montreal Impact now, I don't know I've got a game in hand, but it's a, that's a lot to make up, especially when DC are in the form they're in. And I said it last week I said Toronto will win this game purely because it's too little, too late. They're basically out of it. And this is the form that we've been waiting for them. This is a game, the performance that we've been waiting for them to produce all season. And it just has not come until four games left.
0: Yeah, I, I can't can't add anything to that. Um, technically still in contention, but not really in contention. Game over, pressure off, and and there it is. Mm. Um, you know, lost uh, the Concacaf, lost the Campione's Cup final, haven't performed in the league, and as we get towards the end of the season, they're 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 pulling out results. I know they they won the Canadian championship, and
1: I suppose that is something this season. However, it, it would not surprise me if Toronto won their last four games, only just missed out on the playoffs, mm. and it really masks a bad season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, I think, I, yeah, I think the stuff at the start of the season with the competitions they're in has, has affected them. I've no doubt about that, and and you you don't know the mentality of it with them losing that final but it's it's been poor and we've expected a lot more you know let's face it they've got 33 points at the moment they've got half the amount of points they got last season yeah. and for a team that wins the league
0: and that squad's not changed a lot that's the, no. that's the biggest uh, the biggest eye opener for me yeah um another game that had four goals seattle put four past colorado it doesn't surprise me in the slightest i don't know why i said it like that it's seattle <laughs> who are in uh, in a great run of form colorado not so much Colorado uh, managing to somehow get less points than Orlando City.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we've spoke about Colorado, haven't we? Um, Seattle move up to fifth; they're above RCL now in the Western Conference. RSL. <laughs> yeah. Um, all these abbreviations are getting them wrong. Uh, anyway, Seattle Sounders. Do you think they're going to finish above Portland? You said. Did you say the other uh,
0: over week? They could finish third I said they could I said they could finish third or fourth, and all of a sudden they're one point off fourth, and they 've got a game in hand only five points off s k c they're I'd not say. done yet i'm telling mm. you slow start, very very slow start, but forty seven points is from thirty games, not a bad return and and there's more to come because they 've got a game in hand they you know they could equal l a f c yeah they could um let's have a look at.
1: Let's have a look at LA Galaxy. Uh they got a very good win, 3-0 against Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, can I just say who we just recorded our podcast last week and uh Carl Robinson was uh was axed, let go, sacked, mm.
0: told we don't want you anymore. Yeah, all right, we get it. Yeah, and literally I was just uploading the podcast it would just been just finished recording just pressed upload and that news came through which was a little bit annoying so we didn't get to talk about it um i think i was just a bit bewildered by that news to be honest with you like vancouver vancouver's still in you know still in the race it, it certainly wasn't over at, at that point had a fairly fairly okay season really surprises me because i don't know what they're expecting now they had no one else lined up I don't know what what they were going to try and achieve there, unless they were setting Robinson free to go and do something else. Um, I was
1: reading some of the comments on Twitter after it got announced from Vancouver fans. I mean, Vancouver fans tended to be quite happy with that. Although I'm sure if I don't know, I'm sure if Pep Guardiola got sacked from City, there'd be sort of one or two City fans that'd be like, "Oh, actually, no, I think that's
0: a good <laughs> uh, good thing to do." So. Um, been there a long time i just think wait till the end of the season is i don't get the point of of doing that then i personally i think it's
1: a bit of damage limitation i think you you look at where they were i think they were four points maybe five points off uh, the playoff spots i think it was they you know they if they get in the playoffs which i very much doubts they will now but if they got in the playoffs it's like all right nothing's nothing's you know it's fine we've got in the playoffs so what uh
0: but if the if you didn't get any playoffs they've sorted it out but again I'm like well that's not going to change now they're not going to make the playoffs because they've sat their manager because they haven't brought anyone else in to no, unless it was something behind the scenes that we've not been told Mm. if it was that then maybe he needed
1: to go but again it's I don't know Just it was a very strange one looking up from the outside it's very strange if there's any Whitecaps fans who uh, want to get in touch with us and, and really give us the reason why it's a good thing he's gone maybe I don't know
0: but um, I, I'll still, I, I don't care whether something's gone to, just wait till the end of the season because now you, you've basically waved the white flag.
1: Well, they're six points behind RSL, they got beat by LA Galaxy. Zlatan scored two of the goals, um, and Alan Sandrini got the third from the penalty spot. Can I just say, Zlatan's now got 20 goals this season? Yeah, that's impressive. It's good. It's really good. And I think... Um, he wasn't
0: even there at the start.
1: No, and none of us doubted that he was going to be really good. It's like Wayne Rooney. We all knew he was going to be good. Still
0: surprised that he's hit 20, though. I, I love the guy. I, it, yeah. I just think that's a really impressive stat, that if you don't follow Galaxy that that closely, 20 goals from, from when he arrived is really impressive. I know. He's, uh, well, he's kind of catching Martinez,
1: in a wow. way. <laughs> kind of. uh, if Martinez plays like he did on Sunday... Maybe we'll catch him. Can't get over that defeat. Uh, well done, LA Galaxy. Three uh, 0 Vancouver Whitecaps. Can Galaxy you now two points behind RSL? Can they sneak in the playoffs? Well, you told us that the West was all wrapped up. Yeah, it's the consistency for me. But they've now won the last two, like three 0 So I guess they are being con- I,
0: they're showing that signs of consistency in three 0 wins. I think they'll be unlucky not to not to be in there, but. <laughs> There's no side that uh, you know RSL deserve to be there. So does Seattle. So does Portland. I, I just think it's you. Just have to look at LA Galaxy season as, as an improvement on yeah. last year.
1: Okay. Well, the team in six is RSL uh, manager Mike Petke said this week that he does not worry about LAf- uh, LA Galaxy. Sorry, uh, they are really sniffing on the uh, the next at the moment. Is that a term sniffing on the next? No. What's the term? Breathing down. Breathing down down the necks. (laughs) Sniffing on the necks. Sniffing on the necks. You've got get in. My catchphrase can be the really sniffing on the necks. If anyone wants to make us some merch, uh, (laughs) sniffing on the necks and get in. That's a bit weird, though, isn't it? You wouldn't want to walk around in a T-shirt that says sniffing on the necks. Yeah. Um, Sorry, ladies. Anyway, RSL. They got a, a really impressive point away at SKC.
0: They did. And I feel like at the end of the day... RSL are that team that have been much improved from last season. Nobody gave them a thought last year because they were just, meh. they were just RSL. Uh, it's been really impressive this year. And I, they deserve that spot. Uh, even even ahead of Galaxy, they deserve that spot. I'll tell you who, in my
1: opinion, deserve a spot. And let hear me out on this. Minnesota United. And, no. No, no. They, hear me out on this. No, I don't care. Minnesota United won again. So they've won ten games at home now. They beat uh and New York City uh, FC two one. Don't N- care. NYC did confirm their place in the playoffs by beating Chicago in midweek last Don't week. Don't care. But Minnesota United No. I know they've only won one away, but I just, exactly. they've, they've done so much better this season than last season. Well,
0: so have Galaxy, but they're not gonna make it either probably. Oh well, we should open it up. I've I've, I've Minnesota. in the playoffs. Look at the facts. Minnesota at ten points. Off sixth. You yeah. don't deserve to be in the playoffs if you're ten points off. Yeah, I know, but I don't know, I just like them. <laughs> I don't mind them. I feel
1: Minnesota kind of like Atlanta's little brother. We came into it at the same time. Here's one for you, then.
0: Yeah. Chicago Fire. Yeah. Do they deserve to be in the playoffs? Um, no, they've been awful. Well, apart
1: from the last few weeks.
0: They're closer to sixth than Minnesota are. Yeah, but nah, nah, nah. no, 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 nah. no. I like Minnesota. Nah. I like the home nah. farm. I like the
1: players. Nah. Uh, it's a shit. It was even a shame Ramirez went halfway through the season. Well, he knew
0: what was up, didn't he? Well, I, I've got nothing against Minnesota, but that's a ridiculous comment. And they managed by a Brit as well, so? Adrian Heath. So I don't know. I just,
1: I, I think I've been. In, I thought Minnesota. I'll be honest with you, with the lack of signings in the summer.
0: Uh, you know, Adrian Heath basically just signed his son. Ninth and tenth. Is, there, is Adrian Heath's speciality? We saw it at Orlando. Well, you should get him back then, shouldn't you? Uh, just to round off any of the other games that we haven't talked about, uh, Houston Dynamo won 3-2 at San Jose Earthquakes, an impressive victory following their midweek activity, winning the US Open Cup. I don't know why I'm doing this voice.
1: You were 2 no down as well. Yep, they were. Wondolowski even closer to uh, Landon Donovan's record two away i
0: think two now. to go um can i go back to doing the voice
1: no it's creepy okay I, I i you do that voice wearing one of my uh sniffing the neck oh you know what is it sniffing on the neck sniffing on the neck t-shirts and yeah can cre- i say it in the voice no you're in Go on,
0: actually sniffing on the neck
1: oh i put him in jail
0: sniffing uh, on the neck
1: uh san jose Earthquakes. this was basically their season in a nutshell going two nil up and losing three two
0: yeah uh d- I have nothing to say. San Jose, bottom of the bottom of the West, twenty points from thirty-one games. I mean, they're sixteen points off Minnesota, and we just said even they don't. Uh, they're nowhere near. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just poor. It's oh. really poor. Um, so yeah, so that's the weekend. Uh, They've also played thirty-one games. By the way, I was then going to say only Orla- Orlando have only got five points more than them, but Orlando have got two games in hand on them. Well, you are still in contention, aren't you? Famous yeah, still in contention. The dream is still alive. A <laughs> uh, get in. Speaking of dreams, kind of still alive. Uh, you won the predictions this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've done a Chicago because it was basically all over, and now now the pressure's off. I've come good. Uh, it's twelve
1: six to me. Uh, you got fifty five points. I got forty five. Of course, ten points for correct score. Five points for a correct outcome. Um, uh, We had double points, though, for the US Open Cup, and we both said Houston would win. Uh, You then said New York City would beat Chicago 2-1 in midweek. Yeah. So you got that. Um, And then you got correct outcomes in the... You said Seattle would win, DC would win, Toronto would win. um, You said Houston would win, LA Galaxy would win. Uh, You said Portland FC Dallas would be a draw, and then Red Bulls would beat Atlanta, so... Um, you did well. I got forty five. Got a few people who got in touch as well. Uh, Leanne, who regularly gets in touch with her predictions, she got a disappointing twenty. Um, I, bless Leanne. She's a big SKC fan, and she always she always DMs us with a prediction, mm. starting off with "I don't know why I'm doing this again" because
0: obviously, like, I mean, she'll probably do it again this week because she's only got twenty points. Whereas, <laughs> like, you know, come on, Leanne, you can do it this week. She also messaged yesterday with an observation that uh, somebody on Twitter. Has stolen our idea. You say somebody on Twitter. This is NBC Sports. Well, I didn't want to call him out, but you just called him out. Uh, no. Never
1: NBC, heard of him. Never NBC heard of him. Sports. Listen, we don't have NBC in the UK, but we do know who they are. And we know even more now because they're doing Guess the, the player who, who, if we name the teams that he's played for in the past, um, then you might be able to get his who it is. So they've stole that, but we're going to take it back right now. And there's a reason why we didn't do it at the start of the episode, because we needed to address this right mm. now. So, we're going to take this back, our game, that Elliot's going to remind us of the actual name
0: for it. Uh, we read out the career path of a random MLS player, and you have to guess who it is. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, right, and we've
1: not actually spoke about this beforehand, but this is the player. Oh, so you're going to test me here? I'm going to test you. I'm going to do it straight away, right? Go on. Um got someone here yeah. right okay is it mikey ambrose <laughs> no it's not mikey ambrose <laughs> uh this player kicked off his career in 2001 for port vale right oh, Who are uh, wow. league two just up the road from our studio yeah league two side in in england he moved to coventry had loan spells at st mirren carlisle st mirren in scotland uh, and then he went to brighton and hove albion and then he made the signing the move sorry from brighton and hove albion to los angeles galaxy he also played for Columbus Crew and then came back to Port Vale, but who was he? He also played forty three times for Trinidad and Tobago. Nah, now I know who it is. Um He went to Vale. He he's from Stafford, he's from around here, so he's yeah he's, he went for he started at Vale then went back after Columbus crew.
0: Oh we're thinking of very different people.
1: Ah right, okay. Uh, well, he um, he played for LA Galaxy in two thousand and nine. He was playing when the the Beckham era. Uh, he played sixty six games for them, and then moved to Columbus Crew in twenty twelve. But who
0: are we talking about? We'll tell you at the end of the show. I've not got it yet. This has upset me. Uh, Tweet us if you think you know at MLS UK Show, and of course, don't just skip to the end because that's pointless. <laughs> uh, right, should we do five things you may miss from
1: MLS this week? Let's do it. Okay, number one. We need some production for this. When we get our studio back... Do you want me to do it? Uh, yeah, go on. Number one. one, one, one. There we go. Uh, update on the studio, by the way. We are actually... Um, we're due to... The builders are due to give it to us this week. However, the problem we've got is... The radio station we work at, when we get it, that means then that the other studio that we use is going to be redone. So they're going to be coming into our studio. So unfortunately, we will still have to use the box room, but we'll be sort of looking into our brand new spanking studio with someone else using it,
0: and Mm -hmm. that's not going to be nice. It's starting to look a bit like a spaceship now. I love it. It's pretty cool.
1: Um, If you follow us on Instagram... um, at, uh,
0: we'll we'll uh, do an update because I put a
1: few on last week on our story. Yeah, MLS UK Show, give us a follow, and, um, and
0: on our on our Twitter at MLS UK Show. If you scroll back a little bit to last uh, last week, you can see some of the pictures as well, including a new edition of Henry. Oh yeah, Henry de Hoover that you said. <laughs> oh, there's proof
1: that Henry still sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great joke. Um, right, five things you may miss from MLS this week. Number, I, number, number what? Atlanta United um, have hired what? former Atlanta Falcons salary cap guru, uh, Paul Mc... Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> Chase, Chase Falivane. I really don't know how to pronounce this game. Paul McDougall. No, Paul, Paul McDonough was there already and he's moved it into Miami. Uh, so, uh, Chase... Fally Vane, please somebody tell me how to pronounce this guy's name. Is Chase? Right, Ch- Chase. Chase has been uh, picked up from uh, Atlanta Falcons just because they were looking for someone. And of course. He can if... keep
0: the same office though. Yeah, he can.
1: Um, of course, with all the changes that we're expecting to happen with Atlanta United in the summer, uh, sorry, in the close season, which is the winter. We, uh, this is a big role because we need to find out if Martinez goes as Al Morongo do we replace them with young South American talent that they've been doing or do we change it and bring in like a pr- really big all-star player who knows it's exciting and Chase is the guy who's going to help him with that
0: Daniel Sturridge do you reckon? no no he's
1: he's playing he's actually playing well for Liverpool now uh, another player who learnt all he knows from Bolton Wanderers when he spent time on loan there
0: Number number four, four. Oh, number number <laughs>
1: two. Sorry, Elliot, but our studio was not, our studio update was not part of five big names <laughs> from MLS this week. Um, the US national men's national team have uh, released their uh, squad list for the upcoming friendlies. Uh, big names to come back into the fold: Michael Bradley and Brad Guzan. Mm. Uh, so this is anyone a, with any hair. Um... Uh, no. No. Um, but uh, this is interesting because obviously the US men's national team still not really got a manager yet. It's all up in the air. And they were looking after the debacle of what happened um, when they didn't qualify for the World Cup. They were looking at perhaps going a different route, getting some younger players in. And they've just brought in Brad Guzan and Michael Bradley. So, um I, did, I don't know whether they've... Uh, I, I thought they played all right against Brazil in the, the friendly we had a few weeks ago. So maybe, you know, obviously they, they're wanting a bit more experience in there. But, yeah, so that's uh, that's for them. Canada have done the same. They've announced their, um, you know, their squad as well. And really interesting for Canada... Is Simeon Jackson in it? Um, I'm going to go with no. Kyle Larin. Kyle Larin should be. I... I Basically, the only I haven't looked at all the players. You know, you've called me out on this. I will admit, I've not looked at all the players. But what has interested me is uh, Balu uh, Tabla, who plays for Barcelona. He was uh, he was kind of a, a you know how it is. There's a few teams, a few international countries he could play for. He's chosen Canada, which is really big for them. He could have played for the. He was born in the Ivory Coast, but came over to Canada. He's chose Canada, which for 17, oh, sorry, 19 year old. Ahead of the World Cup uh, that's coming up in 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really big for Canada. And if he can continue the, the form that he's been doing for the Barcelona youth teams, um, he could be alongside Alphonso Davis, maybe the star player for Canada. So this is really big for them. Uh, so he is in the national team. He has said he is playing for Canada, which is great for them.
0: Does he want to sign for San Jose? Um, What, from Barcelona? Yeah.
1: Probably not. Okay. Number three. Three. Uh, three. Number three. This is in uh, USL news, actually, but it's kind of linked to MLS because FC Cincinnati have won the uh, USL's mm-hmm. equivalent of a supporter's shield. Uh, they've absolutely smashed it this season, and they're going to be a force next season because... Um, you know, you see teams coming into MLS and obviously we've had LAFC and Atlanta who have a new franchises. Minnesota came in, uh, you know, with a bit of history. Cincinnati have got 75 points from 32 games so far this season, which is incredible. Incredible form. They've won 23 out of 32. Uh, they've got a goal difference of 38, and they are really they they've got have uh, broke attendance records in USL. They're going to be exciting to watch next year. And I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, it was Jack Stern, the goalkeeping coach. It was his birthday the other day. Wished him happy birthday. So happy birthday, Jack, if you're listening. And
0: congratulations on supporter support of Shield. Um, are you yeah.
1: excited for Cincinnati to come into the league?
0: I am, especially now they've won USL because uh, we've seen in the past teams that have done that and have joined MLS have, have really, really excelled. Yeah, probably best for FC Cincinnati, even though they've won
1: the conference. Maybe best if they don't win the USL uh, championship because... Another team that did that are bottom of
0: the East. Don't know what you mean. Uh, Number, number two, no, four. Do you remember remember
1: a few weeks ago when we were doing the FIFA ratings and we had to edit out me just losing all... Yeah. We had to edit out... We just lost all concept of counting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just was like, right, number five and then number two. I was like, oh, no, there's a number four. You've done the same. Number four! It's this box room. Uh, good news, RSL fans! Albert Rusnak has signed a new deal with the club. Your in mate, fa- yeah, same birthday as me. Um, he's going to be signing uh, for a contract that keeps him there till twenty twenty two and gives him around two million dollars a season. Uh, it was actually former Bolton player Stuart Holden that told on Fox uh, Fox Sports about this during the SKC game the other day. Um, apparently, uh, Rusnak he stayed behind. The players flew out to SKC. He stayed behind another day because he really wanted to push this through, which is really refreshing to see, actually. Nice. Um, And they got a point as well. If if he if they would have lost, maybe you could have been like you could have sorted it on Monday. But uh, no, the um, he didn't start the game. Of course, against SKC, he 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 was he. They said it was personal reasons, but it's kind of come out that it was cuz he stayed mm. behind to sign his contract so that's great news for us uh, RSL fans who are uh, RSL uh been uh, lived really well this him this season he's their talisman so yeah he's got to be paid the most really and um 2022 he's staying till which is good and finally number really want to say one 5 uh SKC. Now we we it seems to be every week we're talking about uh what MLS clubs do for for you know disadvantaged people, five. whether it's children or whether it's uh, adults, you know, who are ill. Uh, SKC, they um five. <laughs> no, it's a really emotional one. Right, you, you, sorry. You, you, Go on. you, you know five. Uh eighteen year old uh fan of theirs, uh Kaylin Rickardson, he, uh led out the players at the weekend and uh, he led them out for the uh the warm-up and then he was he the he kind of made him in a similar way to what um san jose earthquakes they made a a, a young fan who was who was ill uh an honorary player an honorary captain and stuff so um you know skc have done something similar with this this 18 year old lad um You know, he he actually said he caught himself looking up at the video board and he kind of panicked because he was looking at himself, which must be really weird. Um, You know, he just was like, this is really cool, which I think as football fans we would all have the same. Uh, Orlando, if you was leading them out and you saw I got put on Kiss
0: Cam. Did you? Yeah.
1: You never said this. I got put on Kiss Cam.
0: And was you with your girlfriend? Yeah, well, yeah, luckily not your dad, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, so we had a little smooch, everyone watched weird, oh, really
1: weird, it is a bit weird, but that's really nice dress casing i must I must say that. MLS teams are really good at this. You know, We, if there, there is someone disadvantaged or someone who's ill, they're really good at including them. Mm. Uh, something that we we don't tend to see in the UK as much or if it does happen, it doesn't get promoted as much. So um, it's really good to see a Fair play to SKCU, who uh, made
0: Caelan's life by doing that and he said it was really cool and he was so excited. We'd all want to do that. It's so cool. Um, can we... Uh... Can we just humour me in terms of the predictions? Because I really want to close the gap. I can't beat you over the season. But as we do this week's predictions, can we just kind of humour me and and let me try and at least close the gap and make the score respectable? All right. Because what is it currently? 12-6. It's 12-6. So if I can pull a couple more back. Because I'm on a bit of a run, you got to admit. Well, we don't know what we're going to do in the playoffs yet. They might Which is what I mean. It's still, I want to I be able to still be alive for the playoffs. I... Right, so there's, what, four, four
1: weeks left? Mm. So you've got four there, so you can make it 12-10. And then we could do two in the playoffs. And then... The final. The final.
0: It's on. It's on. It is on. Yeah, so it's Bring it on. Done. Right, let's do it. Right. This week in MLS. Kicks off Saturday, the 6th of October. Where
1: has this year gone? Uh, Eight o'clock here in the UK. Montreal Impact versus Columbus Crew. Boo! Can Columbus avoid getting
0: a nil-nil? Because I'm bored of booing them this season, <laughs> um, and I need Montreal to not get any points. So I'll uh, I'll be supporting the crew. I'm going to go for two nil Columbus Crew. Wheels
1: are off at Impact. Wheels are off. <laughs> Sorry, Elliot. I see him getting back to winning ways. I think two one, <laughs> and that will then mean that Orlando are finally put into the
0: eliminated elimination zone. Atlanta host New England Revolution looking to bounce back after a terrible result and a terrible performance. 3-0. Easy. We'll do it. 3-1. To Atlanta?
1: Yeah. Uh, 10 o'clock, Toronto FC versus Vancouver Whitecaps. What's this game called, Elliot?
0: Well, this is on Sky Sports Football before you uh, before you get carried away. Yep. Yeah. What's it called? is there a name for it I'm I'm not getting involved we've
1: learnt with the Canadian teams when they play each other not to call it anything I'm not getting involved It's it's on Sky Sports Football enjoy Um, I think the the 2 nil Toronto yeah I think the wheels are off at Vancouver Toronto uh,
0: 3-1 okay Uh, Philly host Minnesota United your mates you you reckon they deserve to be in the playoffs so surely they're going to win this one Uh, they won't because they're away (laughs) Philly will win this. They've won one game away all season. That's that's good. And what a win it was. But still, you reckon they deserve to be in the playoffs. Um, I'm going to go draw one all. Um No, I think...
1: I mean think 3-2 to Philadelphia.
0: Okay. This will be a laugh. FC Dallas <laughs> versus Orlando City. 4-0. Oh, you guys have given up. 4-0. Yeah. I think 5-1. Um, Say no more. Don't make it worse. Five one. That's fine. New
1: scoring is me being generous. Uh, half one on <laughs> Just Sunday had morning. To, didn't you? <laughs> SKC versus LA Galaxy. This is a huge game. If LA Galaxy can keep the consistency and win away from home, they have got a big
0: shout on these playoffs. Mm, no, nah, I fancy SKC two 0 Two one. Two one. Two one. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: Galaxy will score. You know what? go for it galaxy i'm saying i want you guys to uh to get in the playoffs no offense to any other team that are in there Our lafc Did you hear that leanne uh, no uh, this case are already in there so you know oh no they're not are they no hmm. well they'll they'll get it by default eventually but i think la galaxy will win i
0: think 2-1 colorado rapids host lafc lafc with a surprise defeat this week are they going to bounce back they're away again they're on the road they have to win this. I'm going three nil. Rapids lost six in a row. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean this this would be a pretty big shock if, if this would be one of the most MLS things to happen if Colorado beat LAFC. But mm. I think LAFC will win. Uh, I think five two. I think there's goals in this. Okay,
0: RSL with Ruznak signed to a new deal. Host Portland Timbers. This is a tasty game. I like the look of this. It is. I, I mean, think... it's on at two thirty in the morning. So when I say I like the look of this, I'll still be looking at the back of my eyelids. <laughs> but um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say there's goals in this. I'm going to go three three. Oh, I'm going to say three two to RSL. Okay. San Jose versus New York Red Bulls. Bloodbath. <sighs> yes. Four one. Four one. Red Bulls, obviously. Um, <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I think three one. Red
1: Bulls, BWP will come back, score a hat trick.
0: Okay, finally, DC United versus Chicago Fire. Big game for DC as they uh, as they look to keep this resurgence going and I I think they got this. I'm gonna go three one. Uh three nil DC. That's what I'm saying. There's one more match.
1: Tuesday 9th of October at half three in the morning. So technically part of the weekend, I guess. Uh, Seattle Sounders versus Houston Dynamo. Seattle, for me, will win this. And it will be 3-1. 2-0. To Seattle? Yep. Uh, Right, that's it for MLS
0: UK show. One more thing to do is that's to announce what our... We give you the career path of a player and all the teams they played for and you have to tell us who they are. Yep, snazzy catchy Rolls name. Off the Rolls off the tongue. Kicked off his career at Port Vale in 2001, moved to
1: Coventry City, then went to St Mirren and Carlisle on loan, went to Brighton and Hove Albion, then signed for Los Angeles Galaxy. Uh, he played 66 games there, played uh, 18 games for Columbus Crew, and then came back to Port Vale. Can you give me a clue because I don't know who this is? And he played 43 games for Trinidad and Tobago. He went to the World Cup with Trinidad and Tobago and played with uh, David Beckham for LA Galaxy. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't really know what clue I can give you here. He had he had sort of bleached blonde hair. He had bleached. He said blonde streaks
0: in his hair. He was kind of like a budget David Beckham. He went back to Port Vale. He can't have been that good. No, he wasn't. <laughs>
1: but uh, I wouldn't. Co- I'd concentrate more on playing for LA Galaxy. That's his most famous. Team. I'd ignore the second Port Vale. Already played seventy-five games for Port Vale in his second spell. From
0: I've got no idea.
1: His first name's Chris. He's thirty-four, five foot nine. His interests are. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> here is streaks it streaks in his hair and playing for Columbus Crew. It's Chris. Birchall.
0: Oh, I would never have got that. Never have got that.
1: Chris Birchall, uh, one of the many English players to go and play in MLS. Although at the time playing alongside David Beckham, he was clearly not the most famous. In fact, his uh, picture on Wikipedia is him, which in a subs like with a subs top on. (laughs) (laughs) Say no more. Uh, so well done if you got that right. That was a really hard That answer, was really hard. Well done if you got that. Fair play. Uh, we'll be putting it back at the start of um, of our
0: uh, podcast.
1: Well, thanks to week. NBC
0: for stealing our idea. Yeah. We'll take it as a compliment. Um, thank you very much to everybody who's uh, who's listened over the last few weeks and who's been following us and getting involved on our Facebook as well because, like I said, Facebook uh, Facebook needs a bit of love. Just in general. Facebook's dying, isn't it? Let's be honest. But we, we've got a page, so sling us a like. Um, yeah. and, and make sure you're following us on uh, on Twitter and Instagram, where we'll be revealing more pictures of the studio, which is kind of getting there, sort of, not really. Well,
1: we've got a desk now, which has got a, a big blanket over it, so that's something. It does look a bit like a spaceship. I can't wait for all the computers and the desk stuff to get in. Mm. That's the sort of geeky stuff that me and you like. Um,
0: so, yeah, we'll keep you updated. But yeah, thank you very much for listening once again, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.